well. Now, Martin Scorsese has long been defined as one of the all-time great film directors. In recent times, he's been a little bit more of a director for hire, with um, films like Wolf of Wall Street being uncharacteristically light for him, thematically anyway, especially when you look back to his work in the um, late 70s, like Taxi Driver and Raging Bull, with these searing artistic statements with very heavy themes and uh, you know artistic triumphs. He's sort of um, sort of become a director for hire, you know, sort of um, any t- subject he will tackle. Uh, but he's returned to seriousness with the film Silence, which um, wasn't released very widely and didn't make any money at all at the box office. Uh, came out sort of around Christmas time as one of the Oscar contenders, but never sort of got any head of steam up about it. And it's a, a, the end of a trilogy for him. Uh, three films he's made that have uh, had religious figures struggling with challenges to their faith. The Last Temptation of Christ was hugely controversial when it came out in the 80s, and Kundun I didn't actually get to see. So I'm not 100... I think that was um, Tibetan-based. And now he's come back with Silence, a version of the book of the same name by Shusaku Endo from 1967, which has actually been filmed, I think, in Japanese already and it follows what was called the kakuri kirishtan period of um the sort of um the samurai era in japan um the suppression of the shimbara rebellion between 1637 and 1638 and this was basically attacks by uh, the japanese uh, authorities on what they saw were um, was a covert and nefarious force in their midst, which were the Christians, uh, which they felt were in danger of becoming a destabilizing force in their country and so on. Um, and the uh, two Tokugawa shogunate, who um, actually um, prosecuted them viciously, uh, really appalling. And we, I'm sure we've all seen the, uh, the atrocities that are attributed to the sort of shogun era of Japan, uh, the brutality and violence and so on. And basically it revolves around the character of uh, Liam Neeson, who is a priest that has gone there and one of the highest up in his order. I think it's sort of, um, they emanate from Portugal, I think, in this movie. And there are two young priests, um, Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver played them. And this priest played by uh, Liam Neeson, who is, is one of the most respected of their order, and he's disappeared in Japan for many, many years and is believed to be either dead or no one quite knows what's happened to him. So Adam Garfield and Adam Driver set off on this incredibly dangerous journey to go into the midst of this um, Japan that's suppressing violently any Christians at all and basically find the Liam Neeson character and find out what's happened to him. Liam Neeson basically inspired both these young priests to become priests in the first place. And um, they basically arrive in Japan, and they're stunned to meet um, Christians, uh, Japanese Christians, when they arrive. And sort of like the first main part of the film, almost the first half of the film is them, basically administering uh, Christian rituals and uh, absolutions and so on to these pe- to these villages who are keeping their Christianity incredibly quiet and are occasionally dragged off to be tortured and murdered if they're found out. 
and there are spies everywhere and they basically hide um, in rural Japan from any authorities which sporadically come through and uh, round up people and if they can't get anyone then they they just basically take some people and, and torture and, and murder those as a, a warning to the rest. It's as brutal and barbaric as you could get. And that's basically the the film following the um, the lives of these villagers across Japan and the Christians that are hiding uh, from this uh, brutal dictatorship. But also um, the dictatorship or the shogunate or whatever you want to call it. What was it called? Yeah, shogunate. Um, they're also very... Um, they're very open to um, what's going to explaining what's going on and why they're doing it, and that's because they believe that if Christianity takes hold in any in any way, it will overthrow the Japanese society. It's an alien religion coming into their society. It will overthrow, you know, the bonds of government and um, of their you know their own cultural heritage and all of these things. And basically, the uh, two priests end up getting captured. Um, and up until that point, it's a little bit, it's very dull actually, um, a bit repetitive and it's going through, like they seem to go through village after village sort of administering rights to these people and so on. Um, and, and then they're captured, which is a disaster. And the, it gets more interesting then because the shogunates and, the, and they're brilliant. They're the two, the, there's two Japanese guys and I can't remember their names and I don't have the cast list. I know that one of them is called Tab, Tadan Nubu Asano. Um, and one of them is like the head honcho, and he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant in this film. Um, and it, he's very sort of um, thoughtful about, even though it's brutal and barbaric murder that's going on of these people, um, the worst kinds of tortures imaginable, and children and everything, it's just barbaric. And um, he's very thoughtful about it, and he explains in great depth to Adam Driver's character, you know, what this all means to them. And why they're fighting so barbarically against it and so on. They want to suppress this, what they see as a cancer in their society. Um, and from that point on, I thought you can sort of guess where it's going with regards to that. Of course, they end up finding Liam Neeson. Uh, I guess a lot of people won't watch this, so I can be a bit free with um, the plot as it is important. Um, I really go for films often that have massive themes at their heart. Brave themes. I, the um, really big misfire last year, um, uh, Arrival, had that amazing central theme to it that some people didn't even realise or, or connect with about the, um, you know, would you have a baby if you knew that they were going to have this terrible life and so on. Um, in this film, it's the, the, the central theme is an amazing one. And it's the central theme of the novel and probably why it's kept on. And that is... The people are tortured and barbarically. These Christians are tortured and, and barbarically. And the Japanese need; they don't, they won't even care about inflicting the suffering so much on the people. They want the priests to renounce their faith, and it throws up this big central conundrum of: if you're, say, a Christian or any religion, do you stick to what you believe devoutly, even if it's causing untold suffering? Or do you alleviate the suffering of the people that are suffering because you won't denounce your faith? And that's a pretty heady theme to tackle. And we find out in this movie that, um, that Liam Neeson did denounce his faith and has spent the rest of the time working with the shogunate 
trying to uncover Christian sim- symbology like um, crucifixes that might be hidden in people's stuff or or parts of texts that may be hiding in plain sight that might reference Christianity in some way. And the back half of the movie, which is by far the stronger, is Liam Neeson explaining to him why he has renounced his faith, which Adam Driver cannot in any way countenance, but he's, there's a chipping away at him because of the appalling treatment of all these people in his name only. He knows that it's happening, that they're being tortured in front of him because of him and because he won't renounce his faith. And there's this battle, which is a big battle morally, of whether he will do the unthinkable and renounce his faith and save these people or whether he'll put them through hell and remain devout. And that's really what the movie's about. It's as heavy as it sounds. Um, It's got pretty much universal acclaim. It's got 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. It isn't that good. The problems that I found with the movie... um, I didn't find it that involving, and I didn't really go for Andrew. Andrew Garfield played a much more involving Christian character in Hacksaw Ridge, and he does the same thing here. He's almost the same character in some ways. In Hacksaw Ridge, he wouldn't give up his faith. And this time around, it's a lot less clear-cut, but I didn't find him that engaging. I found it very dour, and Adam Driver the same. And they occupy probably a a fair amount of the running time where there's not a lot of people else in the movie, approaching three hours long. Um, Another part that I found to be problematic was it's very repetitive over that first half. Like they go from village to village and they're essentially repeating the same things over and over, um, doing the same sort of steps. It really did come a light to me from when Liam Neeson reappears in the movie or appears to, the, to um, Andrew Garfield's character. Um, and that, from that point on, it all became sort of like this philosophical film uh, where he's got these kind of two fathers. One's the sort of like leader of the prosecution of Christians for the Shogunate and the other's Liam Neeson. And he's sort of like being having the world explained to him that he can't deal with. And that part of the movie was so much more interesting than a very, very dour, repetitive first half. It lacks involvement. Smarter School says he spent 25 years making this film, uh, trying to get it to screen. But it's it's just not involving enough. It doesn't sort of drag you in. There, It's a very difficult film to watch. There is a lot of violence, and it's unpleasant violence, and barbarism, and people being executed in the most horrific ways. And the atmosphere around that side of it and the cinematography is is amazing. Is very, very powerful on that level. It looks fantastic as well. And the production design of the whole sort of uh, Shogunate Empire is, is really, really well done, um, especially considering that they didn't have like $100 million to spend on this movie. But it drifts by a lot of the time. It can be quite boring and it can, even in sort of like big moments, not be that involving. Um, it's kind of like a thesis on, on these things. But I, I found the back third of the film when... The worst struggles morally happen with um, Andrew Garfield's character. I found that, and, and with Liam Neeson, I found that much more interesting and satisfying. Um, so it's 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 a, a slog, and it's also quite painful to watch as well. It's difficult to watch, but I would probably say uh, about six and a half out of ten. It can't. It's nowhere near perfect enough to be worth eighty-five percent because it's it. A lot of it is boring. 
Um, so it's not very, it's not brilliantly made all the way through. But anyway, Silence, I'll give six and a half out of ten. Another track from the uh, St. Etienne Home Counties album. This is Heather. <laughs> 